Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, my friends. Merry Christmas Eve. Of course, I'm recording this a few days prior so that I can be spending today with my family. But whether you're listening today live or you're listening sometime after Christmas or any time in two years from now, who knows? Um, I wish you a Merry Christmas Eve. And I am so grateful for the topic that I'm going to talk to you about today. And... I think it's kind of cute that th- today's subject matter happens to be so Christmassy. It's actually not about Christmas at all. <laughs> it applies to everyday life, but giving and receiving, it's all about gifts, right? At Christmas time. And so I'm going to take this little play on words and this little Christmas phrase, and we're going to, we will probably talk a little bit about Christmas, but mostly we're going to be talking about um, women's socialization and how we are programmed to give, 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 give. Have you noticed that? Have you ever noticed how hard it is to ask for help, to tell somebody that you're struggling and to sit down and just take it when somebody comes over and does something nice for you? Have you ever noticed that? How you are programmed to please other people and not actually to take care of yourself. This is a real thing. Um, One really, really painful example of this is, um, so the other night I went downstairs for dinner and Abram was like on his A game and he had made dinner. It was like pork chops with um, some roasted vegetables and mashed potatoes and gravy, right? Like this really nice dinner. It was like a Thursday night, just random. And I like every bite was so good. And it felt so good to have a balanced meal with vegetables and starches and meat. And like, I was so incredibly grateful. I literally, he went upstairs to take the baby to bed. He even went upstairs to put the baby to bed during dinner. Like, and let me just sit there and eat what the heck was happening. Right. It's actually kind of our new normal. He's amazing. Get it. Everyone needs one of Abram in their lives. But anyway, that's my personal opinion. I remember literally saying out loud to my two older kids that were at the table with me, like dad needs a race. I was like, dad needs a race. Does he know how valuable he is? Like this meal and the fact that I didn't have to make any dinner. Do you know what people pay to have a nice meal like this ready made for them? And yet there are women who don't feel like they can ask for money and who don't think it's okay to spend money on themselves. And this is the worst with stay at home moms. And I know this because this was me. This was me. We don't realize how valuable we are. We are so busy giving. So much of the time, receiving seems extreme. It seems indulgent. And 
Today, I'm going to talk about why this actually is creating some of the symptoms that we experience postpartum specifically. When we are overgiving postpartum and we are, when we aren't receiving postpartum, we get into anxiety and depression. Yes, I know. So good. So I'm really excited to talk about the gift of receiving and just the giving and receiving. Real quick, I want to take a minute to remind you guys that you can leave a review on my podcast anytime. So if this is like a juicy, yummy podcast that you just eat up for free. I just ask that you take a minute in this season of giving and that you give me a little bit of a review that really just helps my business reach more moms. And frankly, it helps more moms find this podcast and get the free help that's here as well. So share the love, go leave me a review in iTunes with some words, preferably. I would love that so much. All right. So why do we give so much? Like I said, we are socialized. It's literally our programming the patriarchal, you know, society where for a long time, it just worked that men took over a lot of the leadership and women were there to kind of serve men. And I don't mean that derogatorily, like together that worked and it worked for us for a long time, but we're getting to this place where women are needed in leadership and women are wanted and women want to lead. And it's working really well, better than ever. And so we are getting away from the overgiving and the serving everyone. And we are coming into the place of more of a balanced giving and serving, but also receiving and resting. Now, some of us aren't up to speed on that. And that's why I think this topic is so relevant. This was me just a few years ago in the beginning of my motherhood. I want to use a few specific examples because you might be like, yeah, I think it's hard for me to receive, but you're maybe like, what does that even mean? And how am I over giving? So maybe just to paint the picture here, some really common things that I know I've experienced that I hear from clients and women all around us, just so we can kind of all get on the same page and identify with this together. So some examples And I'm going to use some postpartum examples specifically, of course, as the postpartum coach. So if somebody wants to bring you dinner and let's say your ward already brought you dinner. And so you would need to receive more meals and maybe you actually would really love it, but you say, no, we're fine. And you kind of downplay it. How many of us have done this? Or let's say, We complain about something to our husband, like, oh, my side is just really hurting, or I just have such bad anxiety. And he's like, get help. Like, and you're like, no, it's fine. I don't want to, we can just deal with it. I don't want to pay for it or whatever, whatever. Like we do this to ourselves. I can't tell you how many times the men in our lives are like, babe, do whatever you need. I support you. And we are the ones that are like, no, or same thing with the husband. My, I just said, I almost said Abram. How about everyone's husband is named Abram. (laughs) Um, but if your husband's like, Hey honey, I'll take the kids. You go out. And we're like, no, it's okay. I don't even know what I would do if I went out. We don't, we have like lost the art of receiving as women in our heritage as women in our role that we've played in society. And we've got to bring it back. We've got to balance out the scales of giving and receiving. Hey, have you ever used cheapo air for years? And I really like it with cheapo air. You can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279. 
or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Same thing at Christmas time. What if you only, 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 only gave and you didn't receive? Or maybe this happens where you give to all the people and then somebody gives you something and you don't know how to receive it. It's like, even if you try to, you don't like it. There's, you don't have the capacity to really receive on purpose in a way that you love and make an experience of receiving something work for you and delicious for you. So first I'm going to share three points Um, as to why I think receiving is this lost art and how it would change, like why it's so important, how it would change our lives. So I really want to portray that idea to you, kind of sell you on that. And then from there, we'll talk about how to actually go about receiving like three simple steps. So the first place I want to start is, um, why, why it would serve women and the world and even us individually and our families for us to receive more, right? We're very sold on giving. We understand how giving serves, but sometimes we take giving so far that it begins to not serve and we end up burnt out. We end up a little jaded or skeptical in our motherhood. We end up resentful to our husbands, like, oh, he has all that free time or he doesn't know what it's like. Like we end up um, and last but not least, depressive and anxious. The burnout can lead to anxiety and then depressiveness. So this is very, very relevant to a postpartum mama. So here we go. Number one, receiving is actually an eternal principle. Receiving is an eternal principle. So in my church, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, when we are confirmed members of the church after getting baptized, um, priesthood holders put our hand, their hands on our head. They do the ordinance of the confirmation and they say, receive the Holy ghost. They say some other words too, but the very end of it is like, receive the Holy ghost. So notice it's not like we give you the Holy ghost. It's like the person that is being given the Holy ghost actually has to receive it. It's part of the ordinance. It is part of how God works. It's part of how he interacts with us is that he will give us ideas and promptings, but we have to receive them. Now, the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost, it's an immense gift. It's an eternally, extremely significant, but it's not just given. Like I said, we have to receive it. As we become, as all of us, you know, no matter which church you are, as we become more perfected through Jesus Christ and we we have to receive his grace, right? That's how we become more perfect is we mess up, we repent, and he covers for us. He takes it away and he makes us more whole each time. But in that, he gives us, like he has already given us the grace, but are we receiving it? The atonement has been performed. Like all of the sins have been accounted for, but are we receiving the grace that is allotted to us and our imperfections and our struggles and our sins? So this is the first reason that I really think that the art of receiving is not just important to as a protective factor against anxiety and depressiveness, postpartum, and all sorts of other stuff that can creep up, but it's literally something that is important in your journey back to the presence of your heavenly father. Um, the second thing is receive. If we aren't receiving, then we're only giving, right? 
So when we're not receiving, we're overdoing the giving. And I already kind of went over this, but what happens when we don't give or when we don't receive and we're giving, 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 tell me if this has ever been you. Have you ever thought, I just wish I could do more. I wish I had more energy. I'm so frustrated that I can't be better at this. What happens is we don't actually receive ourselves. We don't love ourselves. Loving, receiving, right? We push our own selves away. We are not okay with ourselves. And what that actually looks like by extension is we withhold things that we need from ourselves. We resist sexual pleasure. We resist time away from the kids and any pleasure. So when we are overgiving and we're not receiving, we actually resist pleasure. This happened to me um, earlier on, like earlier this year, I actually hired a sex and pleasure coach because I noticed that in my business, um, I noticed that I was really, really focused on the working, but I wasn't allowing myself to have any flexibility like, oh, I'm going to take an hour off here, or I'm going to go to the dog park on my lunch break. Like I, my, my internal brain was very dictator like, and was like, no, it was very fear-based and scared. And so, um, sometimes what can happen is giving and giving and giving over giving can be actually when we are chasing worth and we're trying to find our worth in the giving. Now I want to explain this a little bit because remember how I said our programming as women in these days that we live in, we're transitioning out of it, but it has largely been, and especially the generation right before us, women have been programmed to give. And that giving is how they are told that they're doing a good job. And that giving is where they find literally their worth to where there have been women who are, you know, in their empty nester years and they don't know how to stop taking care of their kids and their adult kids are like, we're fine. And the women sometimes don't know how to be with themselves and feel valuable without like the motherhood piece or feel valuable without giving, giving, serving, serving. And I think that's a tragedy. I think a travesty tragedy. I don't even know the difference between those two words, but I don't believe that the commandment to serve and to give that we're asked to do that from an empty cup. In fact, I was just talking to my client, Amanda, today we were talking about, I don't know what version of the Bible she uses, but she was saying, it's like, says something about being a happy giver and server. Like we are actually expressly asked not to give service from a yucky place, but rather to be a happy giver. And you cannot be a happy giver when you're not balanced in your receiving and giving. So like I said, sometimes we get so busy giving we overdo it. And now we can't receive and we can't stop giving. It's like we we were sent down a hill on roller skates, (laughs) the giving hill. And then the third, the third thing to look out for. So we've got number one, receiving is an eternal principle. Number two, um, if we're not receiving, then we're only giving. So I'm hoping that these are drawing to you like the importance of receiving. And then the third point I'll make to kind of draw out the importance of receiving before we go into how to do it is that really when you are receiving, you are taking ownership of something and you are saying, this is mine. So when you're giving, you're saying here, this is yours. So you have like, for an example, you have an asset like time. When you give your time to your kids, you're like, here, this is yours. But you don't always want all your time. You don't want to give all of it. You don't want to tell your kids that all of your time is theirs. You want some for you. That's how we stay balanced. And so the re- the reason that receiving is so radical is because 
in the act of receiving, you are taking ownership over your time or you're taking ownership over your money. If you spend money on yourself and you're saying, this is mine, this is for me. And that's not actually selfish. (laughs) I know we're always on the lookout for being selfish. We're like so scared of being selfish that we actually forget to be And we're so dedicated to being selfless that we actually get to an unhealthy extent there. I actually have a couple podcast episodes on, um, on that. So you'll have to go search them. It's like when being selfless turns into, I don't remember. Do you remember? You you know what it is. Go find it. I, I interviewed my client Jeanette. So you'll have to go check that out. Okay. So let's talk about how can we break the cycle of being one of those women who, totally neglects herself and ends up like an empty shell of a human being because she's so enthralled in giving that she has nothing to go off of. And she's getting into the danger zone of like burnt out or nitpicky or gossipy and just not happy, right? How do we break the cycle and take ownership over pleasure and fun and um, loving ourselves, which in other words is receiving, First step to receiving is telling. So first step is telling. Then we have asking, and then we have just not interrupting as somebody gives you something or as a service or product comes into your life. You don't push it away. You don't say, no, it's fine. No, thank you. So these are the three steps. So first step telling now, whether you're telling others or you're telling yourself, the fact of the matter is before you can receive anything, you have to tell or full disclosure about what you need or what you're struggling with. So for example, let's say that you are postpartum and your oldest child is just too much for you with the new baby and your husband's gone a lot. You've got to tell someone that is the first step in receiving is opening up and sharing the struggle point or the pain point. And I want to um, also say here, it's not just telling other people You've got to have the awareness yourself and you've got to be honest with yourself and tell yourself what's not working. You have to be focused on yourself long enough to be able to see what isn't working for you. Honestly, I think that's a big blind spot postpartum is we have this new baby. We're trying to help the baby. We're trying to help our older kids. And I think a lot of times that's why the anxiety and the depressiveness can kind of get built up is because we're not checking in with ourselves. So First step to receiving is tell whether, again, I think I'm like being repetitive, but whether you tell somebody else or yourself, you've got to tell, you've got to see what's not working. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The second step is to ask 
this also gets really uncomfortable for us. Have you noticed as women, it can be extremely uncomfortable, especially if we're proud to any extent, which all humans have a little bit of pride. And, um, especially, especially if we're really concerned about what other people think of us, it can be tricky to ask, but just keep in mind here. I'm going to pause and tell you, remember receiving is a spiritual quality. Receiving is spiritual. I know you've gotten it pounded into our heads. We've gotten it pounded into our head that giving is spiritual. Giving is Christ-like giving, 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 but so is receiving. Think about how many times Christ let the disciples rub his feet. Christ let one of the women come to him with perfume and myrrh and rub him as a baby. I mean, obviously as a baby, he's not going to get up and be like, don't give me gifts, but his parents received gold, frankincense, and myrrh from the wise men. Jesus Christ did not just give all of the time. He also received He received meals for free. He received a free stay in somebody's house. In order to give so much, he had to receive. And it's a balance. If we get out of balance to the extent that we do get overdone with giving, we will get burnt out, potentially anxious and depressive. So keep in mind, this isn't a bad thing. So telling and then asking, you want to do this, right? So you want to ask. Now, um, with asking, sometimes what we're really saying is to permission. So for sure you can ask somebody else if they can come give you dinner or something, but when it comes to help for yourself and services for yourself, and I'm particularly talking to people who might be interested in coaching with me, for example, if you were to buy a service like coaching, a lot of the time before you go and chat with your husband about the purchase, we really have, you really have to give yourself permission. Many times husbands are totally fine with it. It's the women who are like, gosh, this feels so indulgent and foreign to me to spend money on myself, right? It's because we've lost the art of receiving and we need it postpartum to balance us out. We need to restore it. So, um, ask or give yourself permission. And then the third step is don't interrupt the process. So when you are um, receiving something. What we typically do as women is we're like, Oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll do it. No, just sit down. Like I'll do it. (laughs) I can do it myself. Or we'll say, no, it's really fine. No, stop. It's fine. Thank you. But it's not necessary. Right. And that is not receiving receive my friends receive, let them help you. Let yourself receive an investment in yourself. Let yourself receive your husband making dinner for you. Let yourself receive your parents spending some money on you because they want to help you. It is the art of receiving that will change the narrative and the programming in women and bring us back to a more whole and balanced state collectively and individually. And at this Christmas season, I don't think there's a message that's more appropriate. Receiving is restoring you receiving is restoring you back to a more balanced place as a woman in society where you can actually give more. I know we're all so obsessed with giving. So I had to throw that in there. Did you know that by receiving more, you can actually grow your ability to give. I'm going to finish with one example on this, which is I have received a couple different lines of credit And so one line of credit, and then one time my parents lent me money and I have received money that wasn't mine as my own. And I have taken that and I've allowed myself to use that to invest in my business. And because I was willing to receive those loans and investments, I've been able to give so much more support 
to so many more women. And that to me is a win. So as you're so busy giving and getting out of debt, because we're just like, I want to give my husband happy things. Make sure you're also receiving what the the universe and the Lord has in store for you and what you want and you desire. Can you give yourself something and can you receive it from yourself as well? I love you guys. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.